Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I am so happy you are here. I'm doing another video for you all again. Hopefully we're going to get these up on YouTube soon. And I'm also going live for the very first time on TikTok, which really was a gamble on my part that I did not plan for at all. So I'm going to pray that I can stay focused and, um, and not get too distracted. And I pray that people are nice to me while I talk. Okay. Anyway. Um, so this episode, I told you, I promise you I was going to get into and kind of just debrief on the launch it and profit mastermind retreat that just went down this past weekend as I record this, um, well, the retreat did. So the launch it and profit mastermind and retreat it's a three month mastermind for women who want to grow their online businesses. And we kicked it off with an in-person retreat in Nashville. And this was my very first in-person anything. This has been on my business bucket list for years. Like literally when I would lay down at night and imagine like next level business, next level self, I would think of like myself hosting or co-hosting an event. So I finally get to check that off the list. And I'm really, really proud about that. And when I say I learned so many freaking lessons from this whole experience, from not only like hosting this thing, right? But the launch of it, like selling something that was, 10 grand and up, which I've, I've offered like one-on-one coaching packages at that price point every once in a while. But, but something that like, I'm really putting out to the masses at that price point, this was new for me and it was a really big deal. So I learned so many lessons. And like I said, I promised you that I would come on here and debrief and just share all the things I have. Let's see. I have six lessons for you. So buckle up because I'm going to be real and honest. Um, I'm going to share just a lots of, lots of things. I think if you are a business owner in general and you're just putting yourself out there and you know that there's something big on the horizon for you that you want to try, I think this episode is going to be really helpful because we're going to get into talks around self-sabotage and the upper limit theory And, um, you know, maybe you do want to, maybe you want to host your own in-person retreat as well, but even if you don't, you're going to get a lot out of this episode, especially if you sell anything online, there's going to be a lot of lessons that I know can be applied to so many different areas of business. So even if you don't want to host anything in person, this episode is still for you. So 
where do we start? Well, before we get started, if you are listening to this episode on the week of August 22nd, that means that the reinvention workshop is open for enrollment. So if you feel stuck in your brand, if you don't, or if you feel like you're lacking passion in your vision or you lack your vision, if you feel stuck, if you just feel like things could be a little bit better and you could have a little bit more clear, again, vision um, and, and just like outlook and brand and all of that. Like if you know that you need something to fire you up, you want to refine yourself, reinvent yourself in your business so that you can go and blaze the trail that you know that you're meant to blaze, the reinvention workshop is for you. So if you're listening on the week of August 22nd, it's open for enrollment. Um, if you're listening the week that this comes out, the wait list is already closed, but if you signed up for the wait list, check your email because we've, we've been sending out emails about it and it might not be too late to get early bird pricing. Okay. And anybody on TikTok, if you go to the link in my bio, you can get on the wait list for that as well. So, all right, let's get into it. First thing, this event, when I envisioned it in my mind, right? Like before we even launched it, like in my dreams up until like when we were selling it, when I envisioned it in my mind, let's just say like it went better than I could have imagined. And I'm so obviously grateful for that, right? Like that's, I mean, and, and for anybody who is considering hosting any kind of event. If you, if you do, like if you sell masterminds yourself, or if you're just looking for an opportunity to really like something to really bond you with a group of people, I mean, obviously your event is going to be different sizes, but a small ish event. I could not recommend an in-person event more if, if you have the bandwidth, if that's something that you even want to do. If it's something that you don't want to do, don't do it because it's a lot of freaking work. But I could not have imagined how well we, I could have bonded with these women, right? And just, I mean, it was, let's see, it was like two and a half days, two nights, something like that. And in that short amount of time, I know these women's, I know their families, their fears, their dreams, their insecurities. They know mine. We really bonded. We really went there. And I'm just, I have so much gratitude that I pushed through a lot of the inner fear and turmoil and, and self-limiting thoughts that were happening. And my first lesson that I learned that I want to share with you is fear is a liar. <laughs> okay. Fear is a freaking liar in most cases. So let me just paint the picture for you. Again, this is something that I've wanted to do for quite some time. Okay. I've been in business in this business of mine, the one that I'm in right now since 2018. And I have a lot of experience. I've worked with a lot of women. I have hosted countless Zoom calls and trainings. I've spoken on very, very small stages. 
I'm used to putting myself out there. I'm used to putting out offers. I'm used to stretching myself and doing things that make me feel very, very uncomfortable. I do this on a weekly basis. But when we were like gearing up and preparing to announce this retreat, I about had a breakdown. And Kate, if you're listening, I I never told Kate this. So Kate, who she's my biz bestie, she's the one who co-hosted the retreat with me. And she's also the person that edits this podcast. So she's gonna be like, what? And maybe she was going through some of the same things too, but things were just happening so fast. I, we didn't even have an opportunity to like work through a lot of these things, which is another lesson that I'm going to get to. But I really dealt with some dark self-sabotaging, very, very limiting beliefs and thoughts as we were gearing up to launch this thing. I got so close to calling and canceling and just like opting out that it's, it's kind of scary, honestly. And, um, and the reason, you know, and why, why was I feeling that way? There were a lot of reasons. Number one, this is something new, right? And, and in the landscape of where we are socially right now and with COVID and and all of this, like there were so many questions in the air, like, will people be comfortable with traveling? What if flights get canceled? What if we, I don't know, people think we're bad for hosting this event. What if, what if, what if, what if, like so many thoughts around that. Also, Thoughts around like my personal life, right? Like my mom is is ill. She has cancer. She's living with us. I had no clue. You know, when we were gearing up to launch this, I had no clue how she would be and and what would be required of me in, in being her caretaker. Our nanny was out for a while, right? There were just so many different things and these scenarios that we can't predict the future, we don't know what's going to happen in two weeks, three weeks, a month, let alone tomorrow, let alone an hour from now. So all of these question marks and what ifs were really, really getting to me to the point that I was like, okay, is this a sign? Is this something that I'm supposed to listen to? Like, am I supposed to back out of this? I really didn't know. And like I said, I got really, really close to, to opting out and I kind of just got it together. I've something that's been keeping me sane lately is you never quit on a bad day. So on that particular bad day, I was like, Nope, you're, you're going to hang in there. You're going to sleep on it. And I woke up and I felt a lot better about it. Thank God I prayed on it and, you know, and we pushed through, but this thought, and and it's totally an upper limit thing. And if you're not sure what the upper limit theory is, it's essentially where you, your brain, you, your subconscious gets comfortable at your baseline, right? We all have a baseline. It's, It's your version of mediocre. We all have different versions of what's mediocre and baseline for ourselves. We get comfortable there, right? It's very easy to get complacent and to be comfortable. And as soon as you try and bump that up, and if you if you're listening to me on the podcast, I'm moving my hands up. As soon as you start what, what I like to call it, turning up the heat 
on your baseline, what happens is you get really uncomfortable, right? You're changing something. You're stretching yourself in some way. And this is good, but your brain, because you're doing something different, it is designed to sound the alarm and try and slow you down and keep you safe. And how it does that is by flashing every worst freaking case scenario you can imagine before your eyes. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if nobody buys? What if too many people buy? What if da 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 da, right? Never ends. And what you have to do, and this has taken me a lot of practice and it almost got me like it, it almost, I mean, this is something you have to be really aware of, but what you have to do is just be aware that, that your, your brain is designed that way. It's, it's how we've evolved as humans. And it's one of those things that like you, you understand that you thank your brain for doing its job. And then you tell it politely to hush and to be quiet. And to, you know, like, you know what you're doing. It takes a lot of self-coaching and self-awareness. And what happens is when you push past that and you do the thing and you might have to do the thing a couple of times, right? Like if you never work out and all of a sudden you start working out, you're going to have to work out more than once before your brain gets used to it. It's like, you're starting a new habit. You're creating a new version of yourself and yeah. So that, that's what happens. And Dr. Cynthia Kempinski, when she was on this podcast, she explained it as, was it self-sabotage or was it, um, I think it was self-sabotage, but she basically said self-sabotage is the addiction to mediocrity, right? That's, that's when you like, you're so addicted. You're so habitually used to being at this level right here. So as soon as you try and change self-sabotage is trying to bump you back down to being mediocre. So fear is a liar. You push through it unless you are in real, real danger, which typically in business situations, that's not the case. This is something that you absolutely can catch yourself and work through. All right. So that's the number one lesson for you. Fear is a liar. Self-sabotage is real. Upper limit theory is real. And when you become aware of it, you can push through it and you can grow as a human and as a business owner. Yay. That's what we all want. My second lesson for you is in terms of launching, putting an offer out there. So I've put out dozens, dozens of offers. Okay. Everything from one-on-one coaching to short workshops, to self-study courses, to a month-long course. I've I've done it all. Haven't done an in-person retreat, right? So this was new for me as well. And what I learned is in-person offers, you want to make it a longer launch. Long search, like you said another way, you want to give people time to plan and to, to book time and book flights and travel for the thing. Sounds really obvious, right? Well, allow me to, <laughs> to pretend it's not because that's exactly what we did. And in our defense, in our defense, we are working on a time crunch because Kate is very close to having a baby. She's due in September. And we knew that we wanted to do this, this in-person situation 
We didn't want to wait till the winter. We wanted to do it sooner rather than later. And really it was go time. It was one of those things like, okay, are we doing this? Yes. When are we doing it? We got to do it now. So we put a date on the map and I want to say we gave people about a month, maybe a little less than a month to get their things together, to, to plan to block the time to book the airfare or the travel. And it, it went about as well as you, you would probably think. So we had a goal to sell 10 spots. We ended up selling six spots, which by the way, so proud of, so proud. And that's gonna, it's the reason why I'm so, I'm now in hindsight, I can say I'm thankful for that. But the time when these spots weren't booking as fast as I thought they would and as as fast as I thought they should, this was another thing that was for sure contributing to self-sabotage, limiting beliefs. It was, it was a rough launch because when you invest in, in a location and you're investing in gift bags and you have this incredible, this incredible outline of what you're teaching and you're getting people ready to assist you and you're booking private chefs and spots aren't moving. It's, it's a bit of, of a mind F as you can imagine. So, so yeah, we, we ended up selling six spots, which is so incredible, but I truly think like next time for sure, anything in person, people just need more time, right? It's just, it's a fact. Uh, okay. I have another point, but it's, it's the number six. So I'll, I have something to add on to that, but I'll save that for, for another note or another lesson. Yeah. So in-person offer, try really hard to have, and to give your people more time to book. Okay. Real life. I was getting a little distracted by the TikTok live. So I turned it off anyway. <laughs> it's all good now. So moving on to lesson number three of what I learned co-hosting my very first in-person event. My third tip for you, in addition to giving people more time to book, really, really, really study the Airbnb and particularly how many beds and bedrooms are in the Airbnb. And this is on us. This was just ignorance and kind of rushed action on, on our part for sure. But when we booked the Airbnb, we found this, this gorgeous house in Nashville, right off of music row. It honestly, it was perfect, especially for the amount of, of people that were in the house. It couldn't have been better, but the way they advertise can get you right. Like it said, sleeps 12 or 14 people. And it had so many bedrooms and things like that. And from the pictures and everything we saw, it seemed like, okay, this is very comfortably going to sleep at most 12 people, which is if we had sold all the spots, it would have been 12 people sleeping in this house. So we thought we were good. And again, again, this was on me. This is, has nothing to do with the Airbnb because I just, it looked good. We had to book it quickly. It was rushed action. Do not recommend when, when booking an Airbnb for an event. But anyway, when we got there again, it was lovely. It was gorgeous. The amenities, everything, it was immaculate, but 
if all of the people would have booked like we had originally thought and originally hoped, it kind of would have been a nightmare. We would have had to, and in and, and the fine print, like one of the beds was a pullout couch. And then there was another like weird bed situation. There was a bunk room, which is where me and Kate and my assistant and one of my BFF Shannon slept. So we took like the crappy beds, but it would like, I think they meant one of the beds was supposed to sleep two people. Like two of the beds were supposed to sleep two people. And we just kind of overlooked that. So it actually ended up being such a blessing in disguise that not all of these spots were booked. And in hindsight, it's that's so it's so good for me to be able to reflect on that because like I said, when this was happening, when we were launching, I was near panicked that again, these spots weren't weren't booking like I thought they would. And it was a moment of I don't know, like like pride and it was hurting my pride. I was like, what the heck? And now it makes sense. I'm like, okay, God, the universe had my back (laughs) because like me and Kate would have had to have a hotel room and put everybody in the house and it just wouldn't have been as good. So really study those Airbnbs and make sure there are bedrooms and, and as many amenities that you actually need and don't be fooled by the advertising. Lesson number four for you. If you are going to host an in-person anything, and I think that this can go for like, let's say you want to do a masterclass. Let's say you want to host a boot camp, or you're just training your team or whatever that looks like. Keep it short and sweet per, per lesson. Okay. So what I mean by this is this is so funny to think on now when Kate and I first sat down and originally designed this retreat, it initially was not going to have a mastermind attached to it. Initially, we wanted this to be a one weekend, a two day, fully immersive experience where you walk in wanting to start a business and you walk out with a complete business plan, everything from ideation to creation, to the marketing, to everything in between all in one weekend. And luckily it was my coach, Sarah Dan, shout out to Sarah Dan, who I was talking to her about all this. She was like, wait, you want to do what? She was like, that's a lot, a lot of information. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. And you know, it could have worked like the way we timed it, it, it kind of could have worked, but it, people would have hated us. If we tried to download that much information into each person in the span of two days, maybe even three days, I really think they would have been so confused and they, it just would not have been as good of an experience because part of a retreat is to have fun, to relax, to, to have a good time. And you know, it's not, it's not like you're going off to to school. So lesson number four is space out your trainings, right? Don't try and fit it all into one thing. If you are going to do an in-person retreat, consider maybe adding on -on one-on-one coaching on top of it, where you cover more information or you tack on a mastermind like we did and you can space things out. Because again, part of a retreat is like the experience and having fun and not overwhelming people. And just to like put things in context, I already told you what we had initially thought of doing 
And then we took that, that initial plan where we're going to teach everything. And we took the very first module, like the very, very first module. And that is all that we taught in the in-person part of the retreat. And just that part alone took a full day because when you're in person, you have a lot of back and forth, you're workshopping, you're answering questions, you're going off on tangents, you need to eat, right? There's a lot of dynamic going on. And it's just one of those things in hindsight, it's like, wow, I'm so thankful that we made that shift and we didn't try and jam pack more information into such a short period of time. My fifth lesson for you when it comes to hosting an in-person anything or doing anything that you would consider this caliber in your business, support equals everything. Support equals everything. Because I think it's also really easy to plan one of these things and try and like figure all the ways to get like the biggest profit, which of course, right? You're putting in your time, you're putting in your expertise, you're going to invest in some things, but obviously it needs, it needs to be worth everybody's time. There needs to be a fair energetic exchange. And when we were planning this, we already knew we were going to do, you know, awesome gift bags, we were going to treat them to all of their meals. We were going to do a private chef the first night, pick them up from the airport. You know, all of those things, we, we already knew we were going to do that. But one of the things that I kind of went back and forth on is I just hired one of my BFFs, Shannon, to, to work with me kind of like as an assistant. And I had the thought, she's close by. She's like, she's in Knoxville and I'm in, I'm right outside of Nashville. So it's very drivable. And I had the idea to invite her, but then, you know, you have the thoughts of, okay, well then, you know, you're adding that onto the investments and, and the money going out the door. And is that really necessary? You know, there's going to be me and Kate. And I knew that Philip Kate's husband was going to be there too. And I was like, maybe we don't really need that. And something in me was like, no, you need to be able to be fully present. You need to not stress about what's going on. You know, if somebody needs something from the store or if somebody needs to be picked up from the airport, the two people hosting the event, like one of them or both people should always be there. That's the point. That's why people are going. And I'm just so thankful that, that I did get Shannon there with us. And I'm so thankful that Caitlin got Philip to be there with us to handle the tech because without both of them there, it would not have been the same experience because there would have been other, other things going on. We would have been distracted. Our energy would be split. It just wouldn't be the same. And that wouldn't be fair to our girls who made it to the event. So if you're considering doing this yourself, support is everything, invest in it. It's going to be a much better experience for not only the people who are investing in it, but also you and, and just not having to, I don't know, I'm, I can like obsess over the dumbest things and it, it like takes away from my presence. So just knowing that Shannon was there knowing that Philip had the tech part down and I could just be there and I could talk and connect, it was everything. So I'm so thankful that we did that. And my sixth and final lesson for you that I took away from this, I'm sure there are more, but these are the ones that like really stand out to me is if you're going to host something like this, 
In hindsight, I recommend doing it during the week versus the weekend. Okay. And it's so funny, and I hate to admit this, but when we were first talking about this, Chris, my husband, was like, hey, most business retreats are during the week. That way people can come home and they can relax and decompress. And I was like, and at this point, we had already planned it. We had already booked the Airbnb. And I was like, babe, stop, like, stop, no more, no more talking. <laughs> it's already done. I don't, I don't need these, you know, but I easily could have listened to him and changed it before we, before we launched. And I kind of wished I had, because my thought process is if women are working and they have another job that they need to go to during the week or kid things, you know, kids are going back to school. I thought it would just be easier for people on a weekend to be able to get out of town. And maybe that's true. I'm sure that's true in a lot of cases, but going through a full retreat, which required a lot of energy, a lot of energy mentally, a lot of energy socially, and then, you know, it ending on a Sunday and a lot of these women then having to fly home on a Sunday and then get back to the grind on Monday. I felt bad for them. I felt bad for myself because I, I fully needed like a day or two to just decompress and take it all in and not do anything for a minute. And yeah, coming, coming home on a Sunday was party foul. So next time I think we're, we're definitely, if we do this again, which I think we will, it's for sure going to be during the week and you're going to have plenty, plenty, plenty of time to book it out and plan and block the dates. And I promise you, if we do this again, I will make sure that we have too much space versus just enough. Okay. So those, those are my lessons. And I just want to add, I feel like I kind of breeze through the fear is a liar thing and the launch part, because I, I don't want to spend too long on it, but that is the part that is applicable to all of our businesses right now, whether you want to do an in-person situation or you're just wanting to go live more or for the first time in your business or you're wanting to put out your very first offer, or you're wanting to go part-time in your business, or you're just wanting to post as the new brand that, that you've been dreaming up, right? Anything new is going to, if you're like most people, it's going to bring up feelings of fear. And one of my favorite analogies of this, of like thinking of and reframing fear is you can have two people on a roller coaster sitting side by side. One person can be about to throw up, crying, begging for the ride to stop, like just dying to get off of this ride because they think they're about to die. And then the person on the exact same ride right next to them can be having the freaking time of their lives. They might be scared. Their, their stomach might dip. There might be moments they're like, wow, this is, this is kind of freaking me out a little bit, but overall they're just, they're holding on for dear life. And they're like, let's freaking go. That is how I like to think it's so dramatic, but that is how I like to think about online business. It is so true. And anybody who's put yourself out there in any capacity for the first time knows that this is true because that is what it feels like. It can either feel like death 
or it can feel like a really fun experience. You're not really sure how it's going to end, but you're hopeful and you're positive. And then 9.999 times out of 10, guess what? The ride stops. You get up, you look around, you survived, and you want to get back on again. And that could, like, that whole metaphor could not be more true for exactly what I went through when creating and putting out this offer for myself, even at this level, three years in, this is not my first rodeo. And I still was close to self-sabotaging and backing out. And I'm sure a lot of people would be like, you had plenty of reasons. Maybe you should have with everything going on in your life. But in hindsight, everything was fine. And I know that if I would have backed out, I would be sitting here today, wondering the worst question in the world which you know what that is, what if, right? That is not what, I know that's not, like I would much rather put myself in the most uncomfortable position and it not go perfectly the way that I had originally planned versus sitting there missing out and wondering, what if I had just gone for it? So I hope this was helpful for you. If so, please let me know. Feel free to screenshot this, tag me in your stories, reach out to me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves. If this was helpful for you, if you ever have any questions, you can always reach out to me on Instagram as well. And don't forget if you're listening to this during the week of whatever I said, August 22nd, you can join us in reinvention. If you know that you need to reinvigorate your passion and recalibrate to the business of your wildest dreams, Reinvention Workshop is for you. And you can get all the deets of that in link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. But for now, I hope you have a great rest of your day. I love you dearly and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.